everyone. Welcome back to Motor Mouth Moms. This is Taylor with my good friend Taylor. Hello. Um, <laughs> um, our last episode, if you haven't already, go check it out. We talked about mother-in-laws again. Um, but in that episode, we talked a little bit more about some other stuff. And we realized that um, for our next episode, which is this one, we were going to talk about military stories. And yes. we got a couple for you. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I mean, Taylor is, her husband's in the military, he is active, mine is not, but I definitely have a lot of stories for uh, for this specific topic, so did you want to start? Though. Cole was. Yes, though. yes, he was, he was, but he has, I guess, retired, you yeah. could say? You're, we're seasoned, army-wise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah he's say. out, we're not going, we're not going back. No, I don't blame you. Sometimes I wish we could just get out because it's just, oh, it's such a life. It It's crazy. It is. It's, it's so different. So like you, you and I both grew up the civilian life versus military life. Yes. How, how did it affect you? Because when I was younger, I did not think that it was the way that it was. Like I didn't realize like what active duty military actually was. I didn't view it as a job. No, I mean, I didn't think it was as, I hate to say this, because I know it's going to be, like, super bad for me to say this, but disorganized. I didn't realize how disorganized it was. Because you think of military, you think of, oh, like, (laughs) I know details, everything is good, you know. And, you know, maybe upper management and, like, upper uh, ranks – they might have it more under control, but the guys that are like privates and specialists and they do not sergeants, have their shit like, together, not whatsoever. Like they don't have their ducks in a row at all. <laughs> no, not a little bit either. No, and I just i I didn't realize that that that's what it was like. You know, yeah, because. For even just deployments, you could be like, oh, yep, we're shipping October 1st. And then it's, oh, we're actually going to leave October 15th. Oh, we're going to switch it back to October 4th. No, we're leaving the, the 1st. Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, that was weird. It cut out. Okay, it said, okay, I can cut this part out. You said we're shipping... Okay. Yeah, so they could easily say, you know, oh, we're going to ship out the first and then, oh, we're going to ship out August or October 15th. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, no, we're going to go back to October 1st. And it's like, you know, why don't why don't you guys know? Why don't you guys know this? I know. I mean, you were literally like hitting the nail right on the head because Mm -hmm. like I always kind of thought too, like that, you know. Every deployment that they went on was combat related. I thought yes. that it was everybody comes home and has PTSD. Like, I thought that it was like that. Like, mm-hmm. but a lot of people that go on deployments, like, we know several people that have gone to Korea and they loved it. They had a good time. And yeah, like, like you're, you're going on a deployment. Oh, it was great. Like, excuse yo, me. I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we have a lot of friends that have gone to Cuba and they're like, oh, yeah, it was a vacation. I was like, must be nice. Holy shit. I know, like a paid vacation. What is that called? Um, Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Or, or they keep like all the uh, like terrorists and stuff. Oh, gosh. I know. I was watching mm-hmm. actually a documentary about that, which that is a really good documentary to watch. It's called uh, what is it called? Turning Point. It's on Netflix, and it kind of talks about how like the effects from nine eleven before, during, and after. Mm-hmm. And I did not know all, so much stuff that had happened. And there's so many people that like want to blame like presidents and all that stuff, which I understand. Like nobody has handled this the right way at all I don't think there was a right way to handle it and I think all of the presidents have their faults in every single way but I had no idea that this whole shindig was caused by the Soviet Union you know there's a lot of speculation with that I mean Mm -hmm. it's 
there's so many conspiracy theories on like was it the president's fault was it just Mm -hmm. because we needed oil and Mm -hmm. did it like trickle back to reagan and all that stuff and it's like honestly it's whose dick is bigger is pretty much what they're doing i feel like that's like oh are we gonna pull them out of war or are we gonna stick keep it in and all that stuff and it's just like oh my god just yeah it's just too much we needed whether people want to believe it or not i i think they said that we had spent like three trillion dollars in afghanistan Mm. and which makes a lot of sense for why like the economy has sucked so bad um you know since the afghan war so it just it makes a lot of sense for why they needed to pull out but i i literally watched that and was just like wow like oh my god i personally think the only reason why we stepped in and and helped the afghans because that's what happened we fought with the afghans gave them weapons taught them how to fight the soviet union the soviet union russia got scared and they backed off and I think that we were like, okay, now pay us in oil. Yeah, that's that's a, that is another theory. Instead of just doing it out of the goodness of their mm-hmm. own heart. I mean, I don't think we'd ever just do things to just do things. Be like, yeah. oh, we're nice. There's always, at least with the U.S., there's always there's always a catch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not just gonna save people because they need it. It's just, yeah. oh well, or okay. Now you owe me. Yep. Or it's like, oh, remember that time that I helped you? So you're on my side, right? In case of shit goes down, you're on my side. And I understand that, like, we need, like, allies and stuff. But holy shit. Like, I do feel so bad for all of the Afghan people that are over there and are stuck there. But I just really hope. Now, a lot of people also get it twisted. Not all of the Taliban are bad people. No, we our husbands worked with the Taliban while they were over there, and a lot of people are like, get it twisted. That's that's the part that, like, obviously, going back to like, oh, what did you think the military was compared to what you that what we experienced? And it's like, there's a lot going under the table, and there's a lot of confusion, and there's a Mm -hmm. lot of like, like, we were raised to believe by the media that all all the Taliban is bad and people of different colors bad and all this other stuff and it's like no that's not that's not it and it's really I mean like you said our husbands worked worked with the Taliban and they did just because they hated ISIS so much you know like not all of them are bad and like and people are so shocked to hear oh the Taliban are like they don't want to hurt um women and children like they're saving the women and children and um they're not here to kill people they're after a different completely different motive and it's like oh they're not all bad and it's like no <laughs> like you were raised to believe that they were all bad because of the media and because i get it i don't necessarily think that the taliban was terrible and i'm not trying to defend actions because i know 9/11 was absolutely terrible but i think that just kind of put a bad taste in everyone's mouth here which i get but at the same time you just have to keep like an open mind and like you know it's not them they weren't this new generation of taliban is our age they most of them are so young because they like they like their people younger who can fight better and stuff so most of the members that are in the taliban are our age and probably don't even remember 9-11 mm-hmm. you know so it's like now bin laden yeah he was a dumbass well yeah <laughs> he deserved he deserved what he had coming i don't even know what Os- oh no saddam hussein i don't even know what he did at this point point in time i am blanking on that <laughs> yeah like i know i know what bin laden did but like everybody's like oh saddam hussein he's bad and i'm just like but who is he you know <laughs> yeah like i uh i'm not fluent in all of that <laughs> i know i need to like google that later i need a timeline i need i need research done <laughs> but so do you want to tell one of your mil- so this this episode and probably next and next um we asked our social media friends 
to tell us their military horror stories like anything involving like even like a spouse or like something within the unit or housing or just anything military related and we asked some friends and they're like just give me a minute because there's so many everybody will tell you that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we but all got did... some shit except you know what i'm i'll even go out on a limb and say maybe not air force because air force really got their shit together you know dude air force is like <laughs> they're so spoiled they are they have they like, get the all of the housing yep yeah. they get all the funds they get the good food army just get shits on like i don't know uh-huh. where i don't know why we always that joke nice about housing. you know air force chair force you know like some about air force man they got it made <laughs> dude my friend lives because we live on jblm which is joint base lewis mccord and that means that there are several different uh branches here so we've got like navy marines but the mm-hmm. two the two main ones are Army and Air Force. And on the Air Force side, it's called uh, McCord. And our friends live over there. And oh, my God. They have the nicest commissary. Mm-hmm. The nicest, uh, they call it the BX, Base Express, instead of mm-hmm. um, Post Express. And my friend's house is phenomenal. <sighs> they have three bathrooms. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, jeez. Man, which... our, our, our husband's fucked up. Yeah, they <laughs> Should have gone to the Air Force. I know. They were like, oh, but the Army has the best benefits. My ass. Are you kidding me? Recruiter, you lying sack of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The I... recruiter, just you're just a number to them. They're just like, yep, yep, yep. Everything is good. Everything is good. Just sign up. We could have been living lavish, and like, here I am now in my cardboard house. <laughs> Honestly, if he probably went Air Force, he probably would have made a living out of it. It's just too nice. Why not? I know. Comfort. Yeah. I don't um, know anybody I... that goes from Air Force to another branch. <laughs> no. Cole said that if he were to ever go back, he would go Air Force. And I'm like, yeah, I... I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> but do you have any of your stories that you want to tell first? You want me to tell mine first? Um, I do have a story. Okay. Um, my memory, unfortunately, is a bit spotty. Um, I say that due to trauma. Trauma. Um, <laughs> along with living with my husband, there was a lot of dark times that we had. Um, it really weighed on my mental health. Um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of that good spice. Mm-hmm. So I do have a lot of input not so much stories because I do remember certain things and so does my husband and a lot of funny stuff and a lot of bad stuff. But the one that I remember, um, it was early on. We were in Fort Hood, Texas. I want to say this was in the first year of us being married. So um, I got married to Cole in December. We moved down to Texas because he needed a report back. And immediately, I think I mentioned this before, immediately there was a rumor going around that we were swingers. You told me about that. Yeah, which was not the case, let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. But there was a rumor going around, someone was awful to us and was like, oh yeah, they're swingers. And um, someone caught wind of it. And one of the guys came up to my husband and that was in his company. And he was like, oh yeah, we should get the wives together. We should, we, you know, like just hang out and all that. And like, he never said anything, but him and his wife were definitely, fluent with a lot of things and so it was kind of implied so we were like "Uh, no I no no that's not our style you know it's very nice you know we're meeting new friends I needed new friends because I had no one down there Mm -hmm. but we were just like no thank you yeah and um one of our one of his buddies one of them that was single used to hang out with this family and he was like yeah they're a little weird but you know they're good people they're nice you know it's just it's just a little weird 
And we're like, yeah. okay, whatever. So a couple months go by. We still haven't hung out with them. But we find out that um, they have a nanny because they have three children. A nanny? A nanny. Well, this That's wasn't. That's some white people shit. No, this wasn't just any nanny. This was like a nanny. Oh, like a naughty nanny. A naughty nanny. Yeah, like she had two kids of her own and they had five total. So they would do like play dates and hang out and all that stuff. And then behind closed doors (laughs) behind closed doors all three of them would do some nasty stuff do the nasty (laughs) and this was no secret like the whole company knew and this soldier flaunted it and it was just like oh no this is not good can you get in trouble for that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it becomes a problem if you're like wanting to claim them because they're technically not your children. I don't, you know, I don't know. Right. I don't. But obviously he couldn't claim them. He couldn't marry her. He he couldn't do much other than what yeah, he was doing. Like, <laughs> the, the army doesn't like recognize like polygamy and stuff. Right, right. Well, which I so, understand because, like, I don't want anybody to hate me, but no, but some a, of it is religion. I mean, some of it is, but some of it just people just like want benefits. So it's like, oh, can you just oh, marry for me sure. for a little bit? You know? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the military does it all the time. Oh, we yeah. literally knew somebody. See, this is where my memory comes in. We literally knew somebody that married another soldiers just so that both of them could get out of the barracks so they could live on post housing. Oh yeah, I believe like it, it happens. It happens. You know, I don't think people realize just how, like. What's the word I'm looking for? Common it is for yeah. swinging to be in the military. Like there, I know so yep. many swingers. Yep. I like since since like we've been a part of this life. There, even like in Chance's company now, and at Fort Campbell, mm-hmm. I knew somebody, and I'll tell you the name later because we're not gonna say it right now. No, but him, <laughs> him, you'll know. But him and his oh, wife no. did a couple times. And I was is like, it who oh, I think it is? I probably. Okay. <laughs> P? Are we thinking of P? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no. Well, and like, I remember actually one of Chance's friends like asked him if like he would ever like, if either one of us would like consider swinging. And Chance was like, I will kill you if you ever ask me that question. <laughs> Cole had Cole was invited to a threesome, but not me. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we were we were married. Like, well, were we are. We were married at the time. And it was offered to Cole, but not me. I was like, damn. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> disrespect. Disrespect. <laughs> You know what? You're, you're more mad about the fact that you didn't get Yeah, like, I didn't get an invitation. Would I take what? it? No, but I would have been flattered. Yeah, I'd have been like, oh, you think I'm hot? Like, oh, oh you, think I'm, you think I'm hot? You want me to join? No, but you can think about me. Was, like, was like the girl, like, inviting him? Or was it, like, no, a guy? No, it was a guy. Okay, so that sounds a little bit better. But that kind of sounds a little bit Still. gay on the guy's end. Yeah, like, like, don't you think? Because if if he wanted, you know, like, see that's somebody what I'm else. Saying. Yeah, so, like, why like, would you? Why would a guy be inviting the guy? You know, ex- yeah, he trying to get. Wouldn't some it be booty. the girl inviting the guy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. He trying to get some of that ball action, is what he. Was I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god, we so, have so many. There's literally so many swingers everywhere oh gosh, in the army, yeah. in all military branches. Mm, I bet. I bet. But they don't hide it either. They're just like no open about it. And I'm just like, oh dang, like y'all just out here doing it. <laughs> people, people are probably gonna think we have a problem because literally 
over half our podcast involves some type of swinging. <laughs> we really need to get off the swing. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. We are not swingers. <laughs> it is not an invitation. <laughs> no, we're not against it either. We just wouldn't do it ourselves. No, we're lazy. No. We're too lazy it, for that. If, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. And we are happy for you. I just but don't ask. do it. Yeah, but just don't ask. I just don't ask. Do it. It's too much work. Plus, no. I've I've only ever slept with chance. So like I don't I really don't That's think I it. Could, I really don't think I could ever sleep with anybody else. Like I I don't think I could because like he knows everything. He's like a baseball glove. He's fitted perfectly. <laughs> and people are always like, you know, a lot of people have always like make comments. They're like, Oh, like why why have you stayed with him for so long? I'm like, girl, if I tell you <laughs> When I tell you that man can hit it. Well, you guys learned from each other. I mean, you guys grew. Yeah. You guys grew together. And I don't think people realize either. Like, we're now at an age. We're 25, about to be 26. And we're now at an age where, like we can get freaky you know like and be confident and comfortable around it because when you're a teenager you're just like oh this is fine you know like it's not yeah and it's awkward and you're learning stuff and it's like uh i don't know but now it's like all right gotta try everything once yeah like when you're younger you're just like oh yeah right there's fine have you ever seen that um oh that it's like a tiktok video and the guy was like um yeah I like it when you uh blow on my neck or something like that and then he's like and then married life I want you to pull on my ball bag (laughs) like (laughs) I want you to grip my dick like you're holding on to it for dear life (laughs) and then and then he was like and then the wife responds like is that all he's like because wives are freaky they're freaky as shit honestly girlfriends are like a little bit more you know uh, you know just kind of just trying to show off their body and not really enjoying life themselves you know they're more so trying to satisfy the man but like when you're married you're like nah bitch oh my god it's my turn (laughs) it's my turn like if you do not it's going to become a problem and like oh my god i remember okay okay i i realized my mom listens to this so, just mom, this it. is your time to just, like, skip the next five minutes, okay? Skip the next, mom. Skip it. <laughs> I remember in the early stages of our relationship where it was all about Cole. And he's like, are you are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you and lie. Then, like, yeah, you lie. And then, like, after we got married and after a little bit of time, he was like, are you good? No. No, no homeboy I'm not good you know what I'm I not lied. gonna fake it anymore and he, and then now we've gotten to the point where if you don't I will yeah. without you yeah it's the end game is to release whether yeah. it's with you or not whether you do it or not yeah <laughs> yeah just, Cole just peeked into the room and he's like what the fuck are you talking about He's probably like, do you need me to right now? (laughs) He's like, the moment the the moment you get off of that phone. (laughs) You're his when when we get off here. Yep. (laughs) So like, um, but you know, going on to like the next story. Um Oh wait, no, no, no. I wasn't done. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry, no. Okay. 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 So after okay it was hold on so after after the nanny thing okay so then one day i want to say it was a couple months after uh a couple months after we found out about the nanny thing mm-hmm. um there was a fire in their house oh, it was shit. some type of like uh microwave or something it happened in the kitchen it was easily taken care of they weren't home so no one was hurt everyone was fine but um they were like uh we need help moving all of our all of our stuff because they had to move to a different house and um which the army obviously supplied for like it was all taken care of they just had to move some stuff so they got some of the soldiers and from the company and they were helping them move well 
they were in the bedroom and they lifted up the bed and under the bed was all of their toys <laughs> all of their bondage oh, all of the shit. lube and everything oh. and <laughs> they were getting just, freaky they were they were freaky and the the guy wasn't there like he wasn't there so they just put the bed down and they were just like we will come back to this yeah oh my god and oh my god that spread like wildfire oh i bet it does spread oh it was horrible oh that's hilarious though that is so funny (laughs) well not too long ago And I know this is going to make me sound like such a piece of shit. It was clean. All right. Before I say anything else. (laughs) But Alicia came out with, it's like a, it's a cock ring. Yep. I don't know if you've ever tried those, but it's God's gift. It is, it is God's gift. (laughs) I feel (laughs) incredible. It is incredible. (laughs) But (laughs) I think, I I think I like that more, but you know, Sorry, Chance. I love you. But um, anyway, she walked yeah. out with it. Oh. And I was like, and she was like, it's funny. And it was like on. I was like, no. Oh, my God. No. <gasps> That's horrifying. Rhea my- has done something like that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Like, I clean it every single time. Seriously. Just- but you're still like, oh, my God. So I have, uh, they, I got it from the sex shop. It's like a spray that you put on it and you like have to let it sit there for like a minute or whatever. And then you just wipe it off with a wet wipe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, like it really does get everything off. <laughs> Easy clean. Easy clean. <laughs> um, so is that the end of the story? Yes. Yes, it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. No, you're fine. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out what story I want to do first. Should I do the cheating scandal and the company or should I do the housing story first? Uh, do the housing because I'm very interested in the cheating one as well. Do the housing But I want to hear the housing. Yes. Okay. So when we got to Campbell, everything was perfectly fine. We only had to wait like four days until we got our house. Like everything was- Which is not bad not bad honestly that's i not necessarily ideal but like a fairy tale i feel yes. like everybody's duty first duty station also was like perfect like everything goes as planned versus the second one is like a nightmare yes <laughs> but in yes. the moving oh my god yeah that's the worst part but so we moved from fort campbell kentucky to washington and before we did that we were allowed to get on the list for the housing here. I called because I was told that housing was going to be a while, like six to nine months. So I just went ahead and got on. They said, we can put you on the list. We just can't give you a house until you clear housing from Fort Campbell, which is fair. I get it. Right. And, you know, pay for any damages that there is. Um, but so we moved here and we stayed at a hotel and I called the lady and she said, your house will be ready in two weeks. And I was like, uh okay because on the way here i called her and she told us that the house would be ready immediately yeah and i was like great well we get here and she tells me that we have to wait two weeks which i was like okay but you know they hadn't given us our bah yet they had they wouldn't give it to us and i don't know why like what was going on but like we were running out of money and i was like where what are we supposed to do i'm like staying in a hotel a week was i think we added it up and it was close it was going to be close to like three thousand dollars just for one week my god it's life is so expensive here so i'm just like sitting there with this lady trying to like get her to help me and figure out what we can do where we can live and she was like we suggest an airbnb i was like it's the same prices because this is a vacation spot we live right. in close to Seattle, Tacoma. A lot of the Airbnbs here are expensive as shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like panicking, having nervous breakdowns. So then we go, uh, we go back home and we fly back with the kids. And my brother was in the barracks. He actually lived here and we were going to stay. We would have stayed with him had he had a house, but he wasn't married. 
Right. So Chance goes to the company and um, like asks for an AER loan so we can start, you know, we can afford things and be able to afford a hotel. Well, this guy stops him and he's like, hey, I have four kids. You have four kids. Just come stay with us. And by the grace of God, we were able to stay with them. And literally, they're very, very close with us now. Their kids are like my nieces and nephews. Like, love them with all my heart. Um, I think, literally, thank God for them every day. Because without them, we would have been, we would have been homeless, no doubt. And the yeah. army wouldn't have done a damn thing. They would have turned their no, head. No, they like, don't well, care. No, and, and then like, they don't give you the money for it, which does not make sense. Yeah, like, like oh yeah, we don't have a house. You're gonna have to stay in a hotel. Figure it out on your own. You should have saved money, or you can take out a loan for that. Excuse me, no, yeah. you're the have... one that has a shortage. You need to provide us with yeah. some place to live. And like it would have, it would have been a different story had we had our BAH. It would have been okay. Yeah whatever but we literally we we just had his paycheck and um his paycheck was still fort campbell pay so here here it's different because everywhere you live cost of living is higher cost of living um so i was like panicking i was like shit is way too expensive so we moved in with them and then they call us they're like hey um that house that you want it's not ready i was like are you kidding me so they're like, but we can offer you this next house. And I was like, okay. So we go and tour the house. Literally, my kids would have died in that house. No questions asked. There was like, you remember the old fashioned, like in a grandma's house, those burners that like are stand up burners? Yes. They're, they're in all of the bedrooms for the wintertime. Oh, my God. The upstairs didn't have a side rail. So my kids would have died, like, falling oh down God. the stairs. There was nothing. There was literally – and the basement smelled like mold. I was like oh. – So she's like, if you don't take this house, then you're going to have to go um, – you're going to have to be moved off the list, and you're going to be in last. And I was like, if you think – for one, I was a bitch to her. I was like, if you think for one second showing us this house is okay, you are off your damn rocker. And she knew you had kids. Yeah. Like, I you- was like, my kids are little, little, little. They will die in this house. I tell you, we will go to the emergency room a lot. There will be blood on mm-hmm. your hands, bitch. You better was- pay for those visits. So she was like, okay, well, the best I can do is... um show you a house tomorrow and chance went and saw it because i was like i don't fucking care like i just want to no, stay home. i need i just want to stay home i was like i do not give a shit i don't i don't want to i don't want to live here anymore i was literally thinking about packing up and moving me and the kids back to ohio like as selfish as that sounds no it it's a not nightmare i when was you, like when you crying. literally don't you when you literally don't have a place to live like what the hell are you supposed to do and it's such a vulnerable thing to like not have a home and it's like what do we do especially with four fucking kids and the fact that like nobody in the unit company besides one person and you know by the grace of god and the fact that housing finance no one gave a shit that like we were about to be homeless that was in itself like it's just systematic abuse. Like I, I, people don't realize how much abuse is in the military. Not listen. That is not just a you story. Like this happens to everyone. So it's so bad here that there was a girl who wrote her story and almost to a T was the exact same thing that we went through. And she took it all the way up to Congress. And, like, Good. I wrote my story, too. And I was just, like, this is, like, bullshit. Like, we're, we're like, sacrificing. I moved – all of us moved 38 hours away from home for his job. And you guys are going to, like, treat us like this? Like, what? You're going to say, oh, we don't have a home for you and we're not going to do anything about it? Like, are you fucking kidding me? You yeah. couldn't be like, oh, well, we can't find you a house, but here are some apartments nearby. Mm-hmm. Here's some duplexes nearby. Here's an Airbnb that you can stay at. Here's some money to provide you with that. Nothing. It was just, oh, you're on your own. Yeah. And like, you're on your own. I also have such a bad 
guilty conscience, which I know you're a Virgo. Do you have a really mm-hmm. bad guilty conscience? So, With certain things. <laughs> yes. So I, I'm very prideful and I don't like to ask for things. I mean, you know me. I don't ask for shit from anybody. Um, I will vent to people, but like when they're like, oh, like, do oh, you we need can this? do this. And it's like, no, I'm fine. I'll take care of my that's dance. Not, that's not why I was coming to you. Right. Sometimes I just need to talk. Not, but um, I felt terrible because we were living with them at the time. And I, my, her, my friend's name is Tracy. I didn't mm-hmm. really know her at the time. And like things were really awkward between her and I because we didn't really know each other. Now she's one of my best friends. Like she's right. incredible. Um, but like, it was so awkward at the time and like I felt terrible because she also has a disabled daughter um so I didn't want like my kids to like say anything and they didn't I mean honestly she's awesome she's in a wheelchair she has a cerebral palsy Mm -hmm. and so I was just like I told her I was like dude if my kids do or say something and you want us out do not feel bad. You will not hurt my feelings. I promise. Like if there's something that happens and you want us out, just tell me. And I promise you, I will not be mad. There will be no drama. Like just lay it all on the table. Just like be real. And yeah, the whole time they were so good to us. We played like games every night. We like watched like TV every night. Um, Oh, so I was, I'm, very very blessed to have them all of us are but yeah that was that was the first story that was very wild and a very stressful time then we actually got our house after about a month of being here we finally got our house and oh my god it's decent I mean it's not it's probably about the same as like the housing at Fort Campbell I think this is like zero to five housing right E E zero five like fuzzies yeah. to a sergeant, but when we get to Campbell, we'll get the nice housing. Oh hell yeah! I'm excited and for that. I shit. just I just don't understand why they knew you were coming. Yeah, they knew you were coming, and like honestly, like if it's like a day or two to like get the house clean to get the paperwork, like I get that. Right, I get that, but a whole fucking month. Yeah. That's insane. Insane. Well, like, and there's only 500 homes on the entire place. I'm like, why are they accepting so many people to live here if, number one, they can't afford housing? And number two, so the cost of living here, um, I mean, it goes up by rank. But, like, my husband's in E5, and our BAH is $1,700, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of putting our business out there, but I don't really care. So it's, the BAH is like 17, roughly. The housing off post for a two to three bedroom house is usually about $2,500. Oh, my God. So, it's so like, you would have had it came up with $1,000 on your <coughs> own just yeah. to make it. Just to make it. And we would have that's struggled so, so bad. It's so dumb. So dumb. Now there's like a couple places that we could have lived decent, but they would have been like apartments. Right. And I can't have an apartment with four kids. My no. I got four kids. They need a yard. Exactly. Yeah. And your neighbors would hate you. So Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. I I yell a lot. I'm a yeller. I know Fort Campbell had a lot of houses. I don't know how many. A lot. But I know that they were stacked. Oh, yeah. They have way more. Now, I don't know about Fort Hood, but Fort Campbell. Wow. Fort Hood, I mean, obviously, it was it is the biggest um, military base. So it uh, it's it it was huge. Like it was huge. I didn't know it was the biggest one. Uh, I know it's the biggest one for army. Don't quote me on like the biggest one out of all of them. But I know it's one of it's if not the biggest, it's one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. And there was a ton of housing. And oh, yeah. um, was it great? No, but it was decent and right. it was nice. Like they were nice about it. Fort Campbell was nice. Yeah. Um, granted, Fort we didn't Campbell stay there incredible. that long, but it was good. They treated us well. Yeah, they treated us so well when we went to Campbell. I think that's Lincoln. No, Lincoln's here. Campbell Crossing. That's what it is. Yeah, but another thing that people don't realize is that, like, 
the housing market or the housing, uh, military housing industry is like a multi-million dollar company. Like they profit so much off of military families. And it's honestly such a smack in the face. It's like, what the hell do you guys need all that money for? I know my sister right now, she is in San Diego. Um, She's on a Marine base Mm -hmm. in an apartment is like 2000 two bedroom apartment is like 2000 i'm like oh no no my sister-in-law is from san diego and like she's told us horror stories oh i bet so i can only imagine how brooke feels Mm -mm. but you know and like i said you know why do they need all that money and you'd think oh maybe they'd be putting it towards better housing no where's all this money that they're getting from us going to no because clearly you guys had a mold problem. Yeah, there was a mushroom they growing in my bathroom. Care. Oh, my God. There was a mushroom growing in my damn bathroom. And I was like, yeah, that's where the money's this? going. That's where the money's going. Yeah, yeah, it's taking care of all of that. Yeah, and you could tell that it was painted over. I was like, you motherfuckers. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. They don't care. No. It's like, I wonder... Honestly, let's see who I'm going to Google that really quick. Let's see who owns the housing, military housing. I don't know, but they got it ass backwards and they they just don't give a shit. Who owns the military housing industry? I want to (laughs) know. DOD is responsible for general oversight. Uh, They're private sectors. Uh, So basically every sector are uh, like Campbell Crossing and Lincoln is ours. Who owns, I'm going to Google that. Who owns Lincoln, I spelled that wrong. Lincoln military housing. Um, Because I want to know what it, uh, is it government owned? It's, it's private property. It's not, it doesn't even say who owns it. So whoever owns it. Hmm. Um, it's private property. And you know, the photos that they have on like online and be like, Oh, (laughs) you can see the layout and everything. I'm like, that is such bullshit. Yeah. Those are like the nicest houses on post. That's not actually what you get. Those were staged, photoshopped, cleaned as a whistle. Like I get it. Like they do that with a like even hotel rooms and shit like that. But god mm-hmm. damn do they lie. Mhm. Oh they yeah. They lie through their teeth. Who owns Lincoln Housing? It just says it doesn't say it's just like an actual like industry. Well, even if it is the government in it is government based like the military is just shit (laughs) it's just shit i mean they're giving these guys mres that were dated in the 70s like come on i know so do you you have any more crazy military stories um i have like bits and pieces of a lot of things like i re like i remember just how like you know how the commissary is and like just how busy it is and I remember it was like a not like a culture shock but it was sh- like shocking to me like you're supposed to tip the baggers and everything yes. like I did not know that <laughs> I didn't know either and like my friend me so I was with Tristan um, yeah, I was with her when the, I went to the commissary and she was like, do you not tip the baggers? I was like, are you no. supposed to? And she was <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, you're she, supposed to tip them. She was a military brat all growing up. Oh, so like so she, she knew. knew. And I was like, yeah, you supposed to. And I was, <laughs> she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, my bad. Oh, and like, um, it, at least in Texas, they didn't say this in Fort Campbell, but they said this in Texas, is um, during the their their winter months, um, you're supposed to let the faucets drip. Yes, you like a slow too. drip because they could freeze up. And I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, Wisconsin don't do that. <laughs> yeah, same for here. We they built for that. <laughs> Yeah, you think that that being here too, but it really doesn't snow here that much. Um, even though we're like north north, 
yeah you guys are like i think you guys are northern than us like yeah we are and we live like very close to canada canada's like two hours north oh shit yeah (laughs) that's a lot more north than at least where i live yeah so um i've always wanted to go up that way just because you know that'd be so pretty i know and the like elk and stuff and the moose and whatnot but yeah that'd be um, so cool yeah, definitely a culture shock um, for the commissary and the PX, too. Yes. And they're like, oh, it's going to be so cheap. And it's like, Michael Kors, $8,000. And you're like, what the hell? No. Yeah, I looked at a purse there one time, and I had no idea. But it was like Michael Kors. And I was like, oh, this is such a cute purse. I, I want to get it. I want to get something yeah, nice right. for myself. I looked at the bag, and it was like 400 and something something dollars. I was like, what the fuck? Hell no. Who the hell? No. I'm sorry, but I've never understood the whole getting a purse that's that expensive. I mean, to each their own girl, if you got it. If you want to, go for it. I just don't. (laughs) I I barely use a purse as is. And if I were to use a purse, I think the most, and even, even saying it makes me cringe, but I think the most I would spend is like 40 bucks. Yeah. If I, that. I would I have got, to love it. I started carrying a purse um, when I stopped carrying a diaper bag just because yep. I needed to, like, just carry, like, a diaper or wet wipes or, like, maybe a small extra outfit. So mm-hmm. I got a purse at Walmart, and it was, like, 12 bucks. And then Hell yeah. I, I just bought a purse. I was with my friend, and we went Goodwill shopping. And I saw this adorable purse. We were at Goodwill and I got it for seven dollars. Hell yes. <laughs> I was like, see the so problem cute. the problem is is it's a problem with my mom and it's a problem with her mom, which is my grandma. We are very, very picky on purses. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is my mom makes enough to keep up with that lifestyle. I do not. Yeah. So, I if I get a purse, I have to stick with it, and I can't make that commitment when I am picky. So I just choose not to. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you. I love like purses, and honestly, I love Walmart brand purses. No, I love purses. I I wish I could carry them. I wish I could have like a bunch so I could switch them out. Can't right. do it. I cannot yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. But do you have any more crazy stories before I tell mine? No, you can tell yours again. I will okay. definitely give my input on anything, but okay. <laughs> it'll jog my memory. So next episode, we're going to be talking about other people's stories. This is yes. just kind of ours, so we can just like get it out of the way. But I think maybe we could record like next week, like for next week, and we like release yep. the next episode. But anyways, back to the story. So, <laughs> well, Chance and I got burnt by some friends. And um, I just wasn't looking to have friendships with anybody. I just, you know, I mean, you know what happened. I uh, mm-hmm. kind of went my separate ways. You moved. I didn't really have anybody at Fort Campbell. Um, I was going through a lot of postpartum depression. And um, we had this good friend that would come to our house every now and then. And he'd eat dinner with us and whatnot. And he's, he's a really good guy. Him and Chance are still really good friends. Actually, Lawson. You know Lawson, don't you? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Him and Chance are still really good friends. So, um, Lawson invited us to go over to this party. And he's like, it's kid-friendly. There will be other kids there. And I was like, yeah, probably not. I don't really want to go. And he was like, well, um, maybe you guys can find a sitter. And Chance was like, yeah, like, just like me and you go. And I was like, yeah, like, okay. So I, my friend Crystal, um, she was my neighbor. She, our kids were really good friends and she, um, she watched the kids for us and we went over to this house and when we got there, Lawson introduces us to the people that live there. And, um, I'm, I'm not going to say her name, but if you guys go watch, uh, cheating Susan on my YouTube channel, the whole story is there, but, um, we're going to call her Susan. And we'll call her husband, what's the word I'm looking for? Calvin. We're going to call him Calvin. So Calvin and Susan. (laughs) So, (laughs) 
so we get into their house and Susan's like overly nice to me. She's already like drinking at this point. Um, so I, I kind of like rubbed it off as she's just probably drunk and that's why she's being so nice. Right. But there's this girl and they called her Butch as terrible as that sounds. She, so apparently she was like the secret slut in the barracks. Like she, she wanted, (laughs) she was a Butch, like for sure. Like without a doubt, everybody, like she called herself the dyke of the company, like she claimed that she wanted like a girlfriend that she was a lesbian she even had it the so-called girlfriend her girlfriend was beautiful but anytime she got drunk she'd fuck dudes well there we go (laughs) every everybody called her butch but um i was like dang like that's kind of shitty so susan takes me into the bathroom she's like will you help me she's like i i don't feel good i was like oh no probably not she's like i just have to tell you something and i was like okay whatever so i go in there with her and she's like talking. Her and Butch were like BFFL. But then she took me in there and she started talking so bad about her. I mean, holy she, shit. She fucked this guy and this guy and she thinks she's the shit and she's not. She's just an ugly bitch and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, wow. I'm not getting into this. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's time for us to go. So right. like, I'm not getting into that. So we left. Um, we did go back to their house a couple times uh, just for like some, like she cut Chase and Chance's hair. Um, when she was sober, she was fine. Well, um, she got a job and she was a manager um, at this place and uh, she wanted to take leave with her husband, uh, Calvin, and they were going to go to Texas. Well, uh, she couldn't go. She couldn't get off work. So Calvin went to Texas and then he went up to New Jersey from where he's from. And, um, while he was there, like Susan was still partying it up with guys in the barracks with guys, um, oh. with Butch, like they were just having a really good time. So, um, we all go to our other friend's house and I'm um, sorry, my ears messed up, but we all went to our other friend's house and it was for the 4th of July and Susan wasn't there. Calvin wasn't there. Like it was just like a couple of us and they were all like being like really weird. And I was like, what's going on? Well, Butch walks through the front door and I was like, what the heck? She like had this look on her face. Like she was just like distraught. Well, I guess that she walked in and the guys were talking about what had happened the night before with Susan. And she was like, shut the fuck up. Don't be talking about that stuff. Nobody needs to know that. And so they stopped talking about it. And then Butch comes in to the living room and tells us what happens. And I was just like, okay, hypocrite. But yeah, like why why can you talk about it? But they can't. So her husband's soldiers were there and saw that. Susan had slept with one of her husband's soldiers. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh shit. no. Oh, shit. So that's a huge ordeal. And Calvin finds out and, like, kicks her out of the house. And she moved. She blamed it all on me. I don't know what the hell I did. What the? <laughs> well, yeah, just he- blame it on you. I was like, what the, I think Butch probably blamed it. Cause I was just like, just sitting there on the couch, like a lone ranger. And I really didn't know what was going on. I was like, what the hell? So, um, I'm trying to think, oh, so Calvin called us over to his house and he was bawling his eyes out. And I was like, I don't do good with crying. So I was right. just like trying to do a nice thing. And I was like cleaning his house for him and like cooking them dinner. I'm like, that's what I do. I don't hug. Right. <laughs> I don't get I'll nurture you, but hugging is off limits. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll nurture you from a distance. You keep we your hands don't do to that yourself. here. <laughs> but Chance was really good about talking to him and, and stuff and like helping him and which I thought was really sweet of Chance because he doesn't really do that stuff. So he uh they were like talking and he just like broke down. Well, she ended up staying like right behind us. And like <laughs> She would give us her, she stayed with her friend and like she was lying to her friend, said it never happened. Well, it did end up happening. And I think she stole like money or something from my neighbor. Oh my God. Yeah, she's trash. Well, she moved here and I actually saw her like two weeks ago. 
holy shit <laughs> yeah she, i think she's married to another soldier i think but i oh. thought we talked to calvin and i um chance i think chance told him that we saw him or saw her and he was like fuck that bitch and i was like yeah damn yeah but he ended wow. up calvin took it to like the commander and everything and like there was a lot of people that were there that were able to say yeah like they went to the bedroom for a while by themselves they were at like this house party and um i don't know if he got i don't think he got kicked out but he got uh demoted oh okay yeah but like nothing happened to her she just moved back and Damn. i know i was just like bitch you crazy good lord why oh my gosh it's funny that he took it up and was like, yeah, they did that. Let's demote him. <laughs> yeah. They That's all funny. hated him. He was like one of the most hated guys because he Aww. was like a he was like a Miss Cecilia girl kind of guy. And like I remember he like tried talking to me like before this whole situation even happened. Like not like that, but like I could definitely tell like that right. he was a player. And I was like, mm. he was like, You've had kids? And I was like, Yeah. He's like, You look really good for having kids. Mm. I was like, thanks, sir. Bye. Thanks. I get more happy when a female compliments me than a guy. Oh, hell yeah. Guys are just creepy. Yeah, unless it's my husband. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to back it up. See, that's the problem, though. Because, like, when when you get a compliment from a guy, it always ends up being sexual. Yeah. And with women, it could just be, you're just beautiful. You're genuine. And it's just like. Yeah. I went to. There's no end game. That's what it is. There's no end game. Yeah, we went to our friend's house not too long ago, and there's this girl, and she was like, You're so beautiful. And I was like, Thank you. But if a guy would have said that, I would have been like, Fuck off. (laughs) Get away from me. I'm like, Uh uh. I don't like that. No, thank you. (laughs) A man would want to be with me until he found out, like, what I was really like. Chance says that all the time. He's like, Yeah, until they get to know you. Like, yeah. I'm a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh my God. <laughs> we can't deny it. I'm I'm a little out there. I don't know. You know, what it is. they do they do say Virgos are a little uh a little uh crazy. And you know what? They're not wrong. They yeah. are not wrong. <laughs> well, I think there did you have any comments about that story? I did not. I that one was wild. That one was more of like just using you as an scapegoat. And it's like, um no. Yeah. And you know, she tried to say that like, well, then I, I actually forgot to mention when we that when the butch or the butch when Butch told us about and I only say that because that's what everybody called her. Like, right. I'm not trying to be, like, disrespectful. I'm just – that's literally – and she was fine with it. That's what they called her. Um, but she, like um, – she had told that story, and, like, five minutes later, Susan walks through the front door and is, like, bawling her eyes out hysterical in the backyard, and she's just, like, talking to, like, her other friends. And I was just like, I'm not getting into that shit. And then somehow it was my fault. The military is just so messy with people. It so really messy. is. You really see people from all different walks of this earth. And it is just a lot. I know. So many people from... The best thing about being military, though, is like being able to like taste other people's food. Yes. Our neighbors are from Guam, and then we have other ones that are from Korea, and then we have others that are black. And I'm just like, yes, please bring it all. Especially the black ones, because they know how to barbecue like shit. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. I'm, I don't care what anybody says in this lifetime. Black people cook the best food. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, their chicken, their barbecue, like, their wings, their ribs. I'm just like, give it all to me. They know how to throw down. And you know what? They always say in like TikTok comments, you're like, you're invited to the cookout. I'm like, can I come? Can I come? <laughs> the Will food, the music. <laughs> I'll come. <laughs> Someone invite me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, 
I think that's that's it for this episode. I think that is a good start because next time we got some other people's stories. Yes, I'm super excited to tell other people's stories because I love being shocked. Me too. Oh my god, you know. I love it. I love hearing other people's stories and like their interactions and like just I, I guess it's just confirmation that we're not crazy and we definitely didn't get like the short end of the stick you know what i mean it's just it's comforting to know that we're all in this shit show together amen (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) all right guys well if you guys want to go check us out on instagram we are on motormouth moms you guys can go check it out and we also have other episodes that are available right now um we got our introduction video we talked about um, just a few random stories. We did the mother-in-law, and now we're doing the military. Oh, we also did the one with Kristen. Yes, we did. I forgot she exposes a pedophile, which I'm still encouraging her every day to release that name. Yes. Maybe release it. That's public record. <laughs> yep. Yep. But all right. Well, it was good talking to you, girl. It was good talking to you. All right. We'll see ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.